Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. Boat Trader is America's largest boating marketplace with over 100,000 boats to choose from. We offer simple, comprehensive solutions for those looking to sell, find, and finance new or used boats. Visit BoatTrader.com to get started. About watching people moose hunt. They walk out with paddles and they just wave paddles. And the moose is like, I'm going to kill that thing. It's like, dude, it's a human holding holding paddles. Every time we're in here, they walk by and they're like, man, I haven't seen the lights on in here in, in a couple of weeks. I'm like, yeah, we're fucking never here. One hour, one hour a week is about yeah, it. That's it. We're in here an hour a week. Yeah. That's awesome. Well, let's get it right. Well, I, I started recording a little okay. while ago just for shits and giggles, yeah. but uh, welcome to episode 93. We're getting close to 100. Uh, yeah. Of the Whiskey and White Show sure podcast. Um, thanks as always to the Waypoint Network for having us and our patrons and everybody. And we have a special guest today. Yeah. We have a special guest, Doug. Roland, hey, James Island. Yeah. You killed a monster elk, and we're going to get into that. <laughs> Absolutely. But we've been talking about doing this for a hot minute. Yeah. Uh, uh, we have. We have. You've been part of a couple of podcasts. You're, mm-hmm. Are you on yours full time? Not really. Um, I do. You know, I sit in as much as I can on Barely Live, which is connected to Flood Tide Company, um, Paul Puckett, uh, right. Mike Benson. Um, so and we have a ton of fun doing that. We actually haven't done it in a while, so we need to get back on it. You should. You yeah. should. Yeah. I'd I'd come sit in on it and watch. <laughs> yeah, absolutely, come watch the shit show. We've been talking about that. Yeah, ever since New Year's. Yeah, it has. We had a yeah. we. Uh, that's actually uh, that's true. We spent New Year's together, didn't we? That was a wild one. Yeah, it was. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I had no idea what I was walking into. I was like, oh, it's just a James Allen party. You know what's funny is how we all met was through Josh. Yeah. And yeah. WLS, so working with Zach. WLS, meeting yeah. Josh, and then Josh used to meet Zach, and then yeah. I, I don't. We met you at a barbecue at a, where were we at Melvin's. I uh, was it Martin's? Martin's, yeah, Martin's. We're at Martin's, yeah. Martin's and then it Martin. was like, "Hey, I'm doing this thing on January first. I was like, "I just happen to have no plans." So <laughs> that was a good one. I had Meat Spin playing on his TV and on his TV. It was wild. Uh, it was wild. <laughs> yeah. You do shit like that? Do you tell people you're associated with our company? <laughs> no. Okay. No Needless to say, I'll never be running for Congress. <laughs> <Right>. Same. <laughs> yeah. There's there's life choices that have uh, that have excluded certain careers for me yeah yeah same. yeah yeah was, that night was uh there was a lot of stuff happened that night oh that gosh. was um <laughs> somebody's got it on their phone somewhere i do right yeah, here in front of you. <laughs> there was uh, a pop this real quick yeah hmm, we're opening we finally found it again it seems like we find it every so year at justin's our guest first county we find it at justin's house bro have you ever had this no bro looks amazing they're, oh, that's they're bottled. Their bottle and sticker. The whole look is. Yeah, the bottles used to be way smaller. They've doubled them. They were three fifties. Now they're back. Now they're seven fifty. But this is bottled and bonds, hundred proofs, Kings County, and mm-hmm. we got it last year when we went to Justin's house at Bourbon. Shout out to them. Thank you for letting us squat there for a couple episodes. <laughs> but the uh, we got it there, and we brought it home, like not really thinking much of it, and had a smell, and I was like, 
wow, there's a lot of caramel, yeah. you know? And then yeah. the first sip of it, I was like, dude, this might be one of the top best birds I've ever had. So we'll see if this is the same. This is a year off batch, but. Mm. Oh my gosh. Yeah, it's pretty close. Wow, that's really good. It's it's such a good bourbon. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. Hmm. It was, uh, we got really lucky finding it. Yeah, made a mess over there. Oh, it's all good. But yeah, we've been talking about making this happen. And then yeah. you went, where'd you go, Wyoming? So I was in Montana. Montana. Um, I've been hunting the last three years with a, uh, a wonderful family in southwest Montana. It's kind of, um, kind of near Cascade. Uh, they're a working cattle ranch. Um, got to know them friends of friends of friends. And during archery season, they just have about eight hunters. Uh, and that's all they really do. So they don't advertise or anything like that. Um, it's a way for them to sort of, you know, get out, take a little break from moving cattle around, all that stuff. And, uh, and it's incredible. And we really timed it right this year. Nice. It was great. Where'd um, you go? So we were probably peak right. I think our first day of hunting was September 5th, well, 16th. Okay. And so when we got up there, it was really kicking in. And, that, you know, I've been there three years. Uh, the first year was fantastic. Shot a small bull, about two, three-year-old. Um, you know, it was, that was my first anything with a bow. That was the first anything. Mm-hmm. I grew up hunting, but I started bow hunting about, you know, four years ago. And um, really kind of understood what I was dealing with. It's a lot like turkey hunting. Yeah, know? for and sure. It's, uh, and it's very, very similar to that. So I uh, went the second year, had really rough conditions, just incredible wind um you know elk don't like that and had one shot in six days and was at 52 yards and got target panic punched the trigger mm-hmm. missed it sailed it right over his back probably That's five awesome. feet over his back <laughs> no, that feels yes. I, I sailed it so high this elk I, I still i'll never forget it this elk was eating grass looked up Looked around, went right back to eating grass. <laughs> yeah, I've been there. Except I was, uh, I was about thirty yards yeah. short because the, the elk was on an incline, right? And, and you were around here, we, it, yeah. we deer hunt mm-hmm. and we shoot from you know yeah. up down, and, right? And I, I ranged it, and I thought mm-hmm. I had the right compensation, and I let it go, you know, yeah. shaking like a oh man, like you know, like a little kid, and uh, it, yeah, same thing. I saw it kind of uh-huh. hit the grass. You know, twenty yeah. yards below, maybe, maybe, maybe it wasn't that far. Who knows? Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, he just looked up and was like, "That was weird." <laughs> it's an incredibly large target. Yeah, but, it is. Yeah. But, but man, you know, when, <laughs> when that pin's shaking and your heart is pounding in your chest, and it's tough. It is, it is tough. But it was, yeah. it was, it was fun. I was reading something about dopamine release and yeah. nicotine. Yeah, and it was like typically people that put nicotine in their body. Yeah get less dopamine releases because mm-hmm. their body's so used to it. Right. So in an instance like that, a smoker or a chip, chip, chewer, mm-hmm. dipper, would be calmer. Yeah, absolutely. Um, in that moment because your body doesn't release enough, as much right. dopamine. And that might be have something to do with it. Um, yeah, I, I don't dip anymore, but Zen's got its claws in me. For sure. So yeah. it makes uh, I got some Nicaraguan gum in there. <laughs> that adds a little a little truth to those old war movies where some, yeah. some guy it's in the shit and he's got a giant chewing Chaw, his mouth, yeah. but he's just cool as can he be. He can just, slow yeah. it down. Just slow on that down. 50 or 60, just going to town. Yeah. yeah. That's, you know, and I, I, I think about that a lot because I've definitely had the situations where I got jumpy, but it also reminds me, like, I'm so grateful for what my father taught me when I was young, you know, about slowing it down, about being calm, being mm-hmm. in that moment. So, and, um, you know, I'll tell you one thing about archery. 
you got to shoot every day. Oh, yeah. Shoot every day. I mean, I came back from, you know, uh, 2021, that experience, and I said, look, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to own it. Yeah. That was ugly. True. That was ugly. So I shot every day. It became part of my routine mm-hmm. in the morning, in the in the evening, afternoon. Even when I was there for New Year's, we yeah, took we did. in the backyard. <laughs> we did. Hit your um, barn a couple times. Yeah. <laughs> but it uh it definitely helped. So it was uh it was it was an amazing experience. So with it you called it in or so we so we it, we typically have six days to hunt. And the ranch is probably thirty thousand acres. And so there's within that there's probably three good mountains you can choose to hunt and these these elk are typically you know a lot of these elk will move 30 miles in a day or two Mm. and so they're coming off of other ranches they're coming off of public land they're always moving and so the first thing you want to do is you want to pick the the ridge you want to go you know thermals you follow your thermals sun's rising Mm -hmm. thermals coming up you want to go up the mountain so it's always a lot of work right in the morning you okay. find your 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 bench yep. where you, you know you locate those elk, and then you just start working them. And you know if the rut's really going well, um, the bugle is great to locate them, but you want to work that cow call, mm-hmm. you know. And it was it, you know I got out there, I was really focused on the meat. Uh, day one, day two, just tons of action. I mean, nonstop. Like I didn't know those elk could bugle all. Oh yeah, <laughs> I mean they will go all. Oh yeah, it's day. like a rooster. They yeah, start screaming before wild. dawn, and yeah. then they just scream all just day. Shut up. Yep. My buddy, he tagged out on day three with a nice six by six, um, beautiful fours. I mean, king time, just uh, really, really nice elk. And so I, I kept passing up small ones, you know. And and the the guides, to their credit, Jake and Matt are just they've become like two of my best friends. I love them to talk to them all through the year. Yes. And they really stayed on me about just wait. You know, you're you're ready for something that's mature, yeah. that's mm-hmm. real. And so we just kept passing them up. You know, and a lot of the bulls, the really big bulls, you know, the ones that are getting up in that 380, 400 range, they're already, they got their bitches. Mm-hmm. You know, <laughs> they, they got their cows. Yep. And so you, you can play with them. Sure. You, you can see, you can get within 60 yards of them probably. And... But they don't want to leave, right? Yeah, they're, they're like they're not going to leave cows for just one random sketchy sounding cow. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Something's wrong with that girl. But um, I sounds think, like a freak. I mean, I think within three days, I must have passed up at least twelve, thirteen, you know, three year olds. Wow. And um, you know, beautiful elk. Yeah, yeah. Not what I was lo- looking for. Sure. So on day five. We went up, and we had had this cold front move in, and it was the craziest thing because it was like it, the whole top of the mountain was covered in this thick mist and fog. You know, it was like a wet fog. Yeah. And um, we got up there. We we located a big group of them, and we were we just started working the cow call like a cow party. And it was like an 80s rock video. You'd see these monsters just come walking out of the mist. And they're just coming out like at, you know, 40 yards. And you're just like, this is the one. This is the one. Then they're to the right. They're to the left. They're everywhere. And finally, we decided to drop off this hill. There was an adjacent ranch's fence. Okay. And we looked down and about two football fields down. We see this guy. We don't, he must have gotten his butt kicked in a fight and he lost and he was just looking for new cows. Yeah, yeah. 
because he's a monster. <laughs> and he's like, he's 200 yards. He's working up the fence line. But there's another group off to the left that we kind of can't see in the mist. And they've got a real nice bowl with them. But we're, you know, we're thinking, like I said earlier, he's not going to leave. He's going to separate. Yeah. No, he's not going to separate. And he's on the other side of the fence. Right. You know, which, I mean, these guys can walk over a fence, let's sure. be honest. But um, we decided to drop off the hill. Let's get down behind this dead tree. We're Let's work this big guy. Let's see if we can get this guy in, you know. And at this point, we're, it's day five. We've probably hiked f- over 50 miles wow. in, yeah. in, in that five-day period. So, I mean, just you're just worn out. Oh, yeah. You know, you're still excited, but you're worn out. Sure. And um, so we're laying on our backs behind this dead tree. We've got this monster coming up the fence line really far away. I'm already getting nervous. We got this other group to the left. They're on the other side of the fence. And I just decided, okay, I'm going to stay focused on this one working to the fence line. Mm-hmm. And my guide's laying right next to me <laughs> on the ground. And we decide, okay, we're going to crawl down a little lower. Just just let's let's get in a situation where if we can intercept this big bull coming up, mm-hmm. you know, we're, we're going to be there. So we got no one to blame but ourselves. Yeah. So, you know, Matt's like, okay, we're going to crawl down there. Well, this is my first experience with <laughs> belly crawling. Oh, yeah. I didn't know he meant get on your freaking belly. Yeah. And so he looks back at me, and he's just like as loud as he can possibly be. He's like, what the fuck are you doing? Get down. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm like, <laughs> okay, so we're doing this. So I, we, uh, we're, we're, we, we probably crawled. I bet we crawled 50 yards down just to get where we were and, just forgot about the ones on the left. Which is tough with all that moisture in the air, I bet. Oh, man. It was gnarly. Um, but the heart's pounding. Yeah. You're feeling good still. You got the adrenaline going. <laughs> and uh, suddenly, as I'm focused on this big bull working up, Matt says to me, I can see the other group. They just came out of that that mist. And he's like, they've actually followed us down. Because they listen to that cow call. And, and then suddenly Matt goes, he just jumped the fence. And I'm like, I'm thinking, I'm having to look back over my left shoulder, and I'm like, okay, I can see him, and he's big. Yeah. And I'm like, I just look at his force, and I'm like, I'm not going to look at his head again. <laughs> I'm not looking at that head again. And I'm like, and I just, I lean over to Matt, and Matt's like, yeah, yeah, he's what you see. And so I just picked a spot, and I found that little crease behind the shoulder, mm-hmm. and we ended up calling this the vampire shot. Because we're both laying on our backs like we're in coffins. <laughs> and literally, I have to pull back while I'm laying on my back. Oh, man. And hold like this. Yeah. Super awkward. And then do a sit-up yeah. when he gets behind a tree. And then the long, hung hold. Yeah. And had it at 35, let it go. Nice. Immediately knew it was good. Good, man. Just That's smoked awesome. him. Yeah. I think I think it's Remy Warren. Um, mm-hmm. On the the podcast that he had, he talked about practicing yeah. shooting from awkward or, or drawing from weird awkward yeah. positions because when you're mm-hmm. elk and muleys and things like that, um, yeah. sometimes you have to draw, you know, almost oh on your knees, almost bent over so you can sit up or really or strange sit like that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I never in my life thought I would pull back a bow sitting on my back, laying on my back, <laughs> and then I never thought I'd take a shot sitting on my ass. Yeah, but yeah, I, I, mean, did. I missed a shot mm-hmm. from. 
my first time in a saddle because you're leaning oh, back. Oh, yeah, yeah. And I, my elbow was just pulled too far, <laughs> and I caught the side of my arm. I've done that. And the arrow the arrow hit the <laughs> bow that ripped the fletching off, and the arrow just yeah. off to the left. And you get a nice little uh, softball. Dude, I swear to you, I can still feel yeah, it. And it was two, two, three weeks ago. Yeah. But um, <laughs> soft tissue damage. Yeah, you never think about that. Everything you practice is standing. I, yeah. dude, I think it was hard tissue damage. <laughs> nothing soft about it. It's, it's funny you say that about Remy Warren because – I can't remember what his podcast is called. I think it's uh, he had he, he had one called "Closing the Distance." I think. Yeah, I remember listening but to that he, one. He and, broke away from from Mediator, I think, and yeah. has a different one now. And it's fantastic. Yeah. That guy is a wizard. Yeah, yeah. and he's, his he's, advice is so good. He's one of those people. There's a few that I think, um, you know, like mm-hmm. uh, you have people each in, in generations yeah. that are sort of that. Um, that outdoor person. I, I don't mm. know how to explain it. But that Levi like, Morgan, that John Dudley. Yeah, yeah that th- th- that's and, and and Remy. Those are like yeah. our, uh, kind of our generations. Yeah. But then you have like yeah. the older guy, like my my grandpa. Mm. You know, they they watched um, like Fred Bear. Yeah, Fred Bear and and, <laughs> and the, the, the red I flannel hunt. shirt. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. The blue jeans. What's the guy? Uh, Shockey. You know, yeah, yeah. Jim, Jim, Jim Shockey. Yeah. Those guys. Uh, yeah. So it's yeah, it's it's uh, that guy. That guy has mm. hunted all over the world. Uh, he's killed some amazing things in some of the most inhospitable environments um, and still has passion yeah he's still, still excited about it yeah and it comes through what kills know? me is that not only that but he still he still guides that's like yeah. his, it's still his main thing he still puts mm-hmm. his bow away and for a living takes other people hunting that's, yeah it's wild yeah because he certainly doesn't have to he could make a, a career on his platform and his audience mm-hmm. if he wanted to oh absolutely. absolutely man i wanted to walk through the the video it's short yeah but Explain it if we can get some volume on there, but explain so, it to me. What, what, where were you at in the process and when this was filmed? <laughs> this is great because I haven't had a chance to tell you about this. So, that is actually, believe it or not, while I'm breaking down my bowl. Oh, really? That's another bowl. Oh, shit. That came in while we were breaking down mine. No and we, we heard him, and we, you see the mist. The mist stayed yeah. for a while. And we just said, let's just mess with him, let's just see how close we can get him. And believe it or not, he's not even as big as the one I shot, and he's a he's a shooter. I did not even know. notice they were a different bull. Oh yeah, yeah, he's a, he's a different bull. So he came in. <laughs> so you were cow calling. That's his yeah. bugle in the video. We were just cow calling for fun, and yeah. that was his bugle. Oh yeah, that's his bugle. This is I'm, I'm going to play it just yeah. so people can hear that this bugle's money. <laughs> that's me. Jeez, dude. <laughs> I can tell now that that's not your bull. Yeah, no, he's and he's only about that bull probably came in within forty yards. He's way smaller, but yeah, uh, God, that sound is just so crazy. I mean, you feel we, it in your chest. Been, I know yeah. we've been elk hunting before, and it's like to hear that from the top of a mountain. It's dude, it's when it's when, it's, when, it's, like, <laughs> it's like you said. You know, you start mm-hmm. off early, and we we would climb. We were yeah. hunting in a bowl. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was a really great spot. It was public land, but it was the very back of this public land. The only way nice. to get to it was ATVs. Okay, uh, horses. horses. We went on yeah. horseback. Yeah. And then the, where we were hunting, you had to drop down mm-hmm. several thousand feet in elevation just to get to where, where mm-hmm. our base camp was. But Knowing out- you had to walk back out. Right. Well, our outfitter, <laughs> our outfitter had uh, access to that spot okay. through private property. So it was mm-hmm. like a 20-minute horseback ride to base camp. But then we had this entire bowl basically to ourselves. Yeah. And that same thing, you know, like get in, you you, you go for elevation. We we found kind of a, a halfway point on a, on a ridge that allowed us to see down below, but also here yeah. up top. And that that morning where 
we had two bugling on either side mm. of us and it was like we were cow calling and bugling mm. and mm. the rush Dude, when Dude, you hear him in the real. distance, you hear him in the distance, right? And you you kind of move a little bit to get yeah. in position and get in a better spot, and then it bugles again, and you realize it's yeah. co- it's covered, it's moving. Yeah. Oh yeah, it's f- for such a tank of an animal, mm. they move fast. Yeah, they they're at the top quick. of a mountain. And well, then, that one that I missed, and then what was it? A minute and a half later, it was in the bowl with yeah. us. It's yeah. like how was it? M- moves super maybe quick. quicker than that. Well, it moves super fast, and then we tried to chase it, and it you know obviously. Mm. They're fast. Our two little feet are not <laughs> quite keep as, up. <laughs> man, we had, and, and you know, the younger ones will literally sprint to you, mm-hmm. and, and you don't necessarily know that they're they're coming. They'll, they'll scare you to death. Oh, yeah. I mean, you're sitting there set up, and you're looking one direction. You're cow calling, and all of a sudden, you hear this thing galloping, and, yeah. mm-hmm. and this young ones, they'll come right up to you like eight <laughs> yards from you. You know? Yeah, it's, it's wild. Oh, my gosh. There's nothing like no, it. No, I was going to say, there's nothing like it. Yeah. The one that he... Um, that he shot at, it took off up this hill. Yeah. And it was like, da-dum, da-dum, da-dum. <laughs> and it was at the top of the hill. It took us like 10 minutes to get there. <laughs> yeah, they're mountain gas, yeah, man. It's crazy, I mean, yeah. They cover so much territory. I missed, and he was like, huh, I don't know what that is, but I'm going to mosey on back yeah. that way. So we started taking his time. I dropped down and ran through a, cr- a creek a creek, yeah, to cut him off. And um, I, I did a cow call to get him to stop. Mm-hmm. And he didn't like that particular cow call, and he... Just took a hard left and went straight up this, like he said, yeah. 10, 15 minutes for us to get up to where he, what he covered. And we got there yeah, as much of bear claw marks, and we were like, "Well, maybe yeah, we should go back down." Yeah, <laughs> that's another thing you always think about. Um, but they will wind you too, and they'll 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 look for your wind because yeah. if they hear that cow and they they look and they don't see that cow, yep, they'll start moving right and left, and they'll deliberately try to catch, try to see if they can smell wind. it. Yeah, yeah, and uh, yeah, they're smart, but it. it it makes me very grateful that it's as hard as it is. Oh yeah. Because when you really have that complete experience, you Mm -hmm. see it to the end, you go, wow, I feel like I'm a small part of a really amazing club of, of people. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And you don't want it to be easy. No. You know, um, you want it to be hard. Yeah. That was our problem with watching the Joe Rogan people. They go to these high fence, and then yeah. and everybody gives them shit. And they're like, "Well, if you had the money, you'd if do you, it too." I would do it. Yeah, yeah, I think if so. I but money, I think yeah. I'd also want to go out and do it the yeah, hard way. I think I'd want would. both. I think you, you know, we spent five days, mm-hmm. no, you know, in the middle of nowhere, no cell service, nothing. Um, and that's a beautiful thing in itself. Oh, oh, God, it was yeah. phenomenal. You don't realize how stupid you are. <laughs> you don't realize how much you look up on your phone. Oh, we all walk around with little computers in yeah. our pockets. Yeah, and when we you don't there, have it, we couldn't remember how to use a. A percolator. <laughs> couldn't make oh, Jesus. That's, we have a whole video on that. So embarrassing. Just couldn't remember how to do it. That's incredible. Yeah. yeah. But, yeah, I mean, spending five days toughing it, hiking, like you said, you know, yeah. I don't even know how many miles we hiked in that five um, days. It was mm-hmm. it was a lot, but you just exhausted. As much as you can hike in a It would day, probably surprise times. you because I, if you had asked me, I would have said maybe we hiked like 20-something. Yeah. But the guys were tracking it. Sure. And then I was like, 54? Yeah. I was like, no way. But, you know, there's also that the love of what we do and why we do it yeah, carries us through sure. and makes like, you know, because there's, there's peaks and valleys. So let's say you want to go out and walk 54 miles. Well, if there isn't a reason for me to do it, it sucks. Mean, <laughs> I, it sucks. What, yeah. what are we doing? I don't right. understand hiking. Yeah. Like, what are we hiking? For? I don't get sure. it either. Yeah, people are like, do you run? I'm like, if someone's trying to kill me. Yeah. yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Someone's yeah. actually said something about that the other yeah. day. It was like, I, I hate people that hike 
just to get somewhere fast. I like, don't get it. Like I, I want to. I need to hike with people who want to stop and take pictures of stuff. Want to yeah. check out animals <laughs> exactly, and plants and insects. Like I am. An, it is not a race to get to the top. Yeah. I'm all about man. sightseeing on my feet. <laughs> yeah, but I definitely. I'm not just going to go hike for no, no reason. Mm-mm. Not interested. I do it a few times a year with my uh, my son's scout troop, and it every, yeah. each time reminds me uh, why I, I dislike it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> If you have yeah. a mission to do, it's okay. For that sure. being said, I hiked. I, I did hike some of the Appalachian Trail. But that's just a like you're at your yeah, own the, pace. Mm. You're cruising. You're enjoying what you're seeing. Yeah, and but that was more like an immersion. And before mm. I go out, and you were like, I'm gonna, I just finished college. I'm about to go work the yeah. rest of my life until yeah. I die. Yeah. I'm gonna go do this one thing. Yeah, I did it. Yeah, it's a I did different. it poorly, but I did it. So. The other thing <laughs> that you end up thinking about over like five days is how amazing our technology is now. And the oh, clothes where you yeah. remember like growing up when you were with your dad and he took you duck hunting and you were wearing cotton. Yep. <laughs> Carhartt was the sweat was your the, ass off. that was the frontier of technology. And then you're yeah. wet all day. Oh man. You know, it's and shoes. I mean, shoes are everything. Oh, so yeah. we got um we got the Under Armour. Well, I don't know. Did you get them? That's great. No, so. I did not. I got them and yeah. for, for the Elk Hunt. Terrible. I made this huge review on Really? You didn't like it? No. They squeaked. Wow. They made this like squeaking sound. Oh, you mean the shoes? The bo- yeah. yeah, the Cam Haynes boots <laughs> oh, with the little the ones with the little, Yeah, yeah. So they I, squeak the whole time. So we're we're cruising, tr- trying yeah. to be quiet, stalking, and behind me, he's got the camera, and he's like, he's like, like Jesus, so man. bad. You know, <laughs> they told uh, me to put cooking spray on it. That's how they told me to fix it. <laughs> did I introduce you to Justin Chandler? I'm not sure I did. He he was a know. Green Beret, and he showed me Solomon's. Yeah, that's and what, that's what I wear in the mountains. Yep. I wear them, and yeah. Solomon's I, and Keens are like they're perfect. Move. Yeah. yeah, and they're quiet. Yep, uh, they're not so great over rocks, but you know that, that's when you wish you had when you're going over rocks. <laughs> you wish you had call. something we else. But. Yeah, they're durable. Right you can now. beat the shit out of them. Yeah, and they're, they're comfortable. Amazing. They feel like tennis shoes. I love them. Yeah, uh, I love them. Yeah, the Keens. Every time I have Keens, and uh, is it? Happy Feet or something. There's an insole mm-hmm. that's mm-hmm. like a really, it's like a hundred, they're like a hundred dollars, but they're fantastic. Well, I mean, it's your feet. Yeah, you, you got know? you got to take care of your feet. I think they're called Happy. So I don't know. I don't have them on, but uh, mm-hmm. Happy Feet. I think that's what they're called. Yeah, can't but go anywhere without tires. Fantastic. Yeah, Dude, the combination of the two, shoes and stuffed like for a bed, pillows, things like that. I mm-hmm. no problem spending money on. No. Oh yeah, not at all. Got to be on my feet all the damn time, mm-hmm. and I got to sleep so. Well, it's like the food thing. I started, mm-hmm. like, I went back on keto, so I'm, like, trying to. Oh, nice. It's annoying to cook. and it's <laughs> So I found uh, Factor. I okay. Think yeah, Factor's yeah. in the company, and they, yeah. like, they just ship it to you. It's $18 a meal, which seems high, but it's, like, $120 a week to eat. It's not bad. It's not bad, right? Bro, bro, you we went to Lowdown Sunday. It was 60 bucks. Yeah, yeah for exactly. breakfast. I was going to say, I can't. It's good, though. <laughs> with three kids, I can't go to the grocery store, whether it's to get stuff for a meal or just. Yeah. Get stuff we need. I can't yeah. go to the store without spending 150 bucks. No way. 120 yeah. no bucks. Way. No way. Yeah. So yeah, that's a good deal. And it's but, only it's only getting worse. Yeah. No, so. It's definitely getting worse. It's I don't know what's going to happen. Like we we don't ever talk about like political stuff, but this is no mm. longer political. This is like livelihood. Yeah. Exactly. It's it's transcended that. Yeah. You know, it's it's beyond that. So we'll see. But I still got pretty positive hope. Yeah, I know somebody with a bunch of elk meat in their freezer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Speaking of which, I do have to inspect. Did you Before get it Before I forget, I brought this for you guys to keep in oh, the yeah? studio. Oh, oh no shit. Nice. That's one of his ivories. Thank Dude, you, man. That is so yeah. cool, man. That's the only so one we got back from our hunt was one <laughs> that out of a deadhead. someone left in the camp. <laughs> There, hey, that ivory is special. Wow, dude. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Are you sure? Yeah, that's man, absolutely. I've got a bunch of them, so it's good. Yeah, don't we'll leave it in here. We'll keep it in the studio. It's uh, yeah, that's and awesome. You can tell he's an old one. Yeah, it's so. got a little hole and it got a little cavity there. Yep, 
I don't know. You can get cavities in ivory. It's so wild, man. It's wild they, they had. had Could you imagine if they have... still had those tusks that oh, they had back in the it's day? Wild. I've never seen an like, like an artist depiction of what that might have looked like. Oh, we have. They're straight down, just like okay, toothpicks. Just like fangs. Yeah, fangs. <laughs> yeah. If you've never, if you don't know what we're talking about, because we typically don't talk a lot of elk hunting. Yeah. But if you don't know, you should look up the ivories that come in an elk, mm-hmm. and look up what they used to look like, and look at what they look like today. It's pure ivory. They're still there. Fascinating. Mm-hmm. They're. Uh, I'll show you like a, uh, what they used to look like. They're not. They're not a, at all what you hoped. <laughs> I don't think. <laughs> Well, if you, you say ivory, people think, you know, elephant elephant, and, yeah. and you know, rhino horns. No, rhino horns, not ivory, but, you know, that kind of. Aren't there only two, things. there are only two animals in North America that have ivory, right? See, there's elk. S- sounds and, right. Is it walrus or narwhal? Narwhal. Narwhal. Uh, those are definitely ivory, right? I, I don't know so. what their. I'm not sure. Fucking head, head sword is. <laughs> Something yeah. like that. <laughs> what a cool animal. Yeah, face sword. Yeah. I mean, I don't know why this is so hard to find. What did ivory elk used to look like? There's got to be a I picture, if God's real, I picture him up there with (laughs) all these parts, and he's like, let's make this. this." And that's an animal. And then at the end, he was left with this long unicorn thing. He's like, well, it's too big for a unicorn. (laughs) (laughs) I like like to picture him riding an elk. (laughs) This is is basically, I can't find it, but this is basically what they look like, just like toothpicks coming out of their face. That's amazing. Yeah. I wish that still existed. It's well, weird actually, looking. I mean, that's a real animal, whatever that is. Yeah. That's a Siberian musk deer. Oh, well, that's on my list now. But yeah. deer are... We uh, should we should plant a <laughs> Siberian musk deer hunt. <laughs> Show up at an airport in Siberia. I, yeah, I I'm ready to where go. Where do we go? Yeah. Yeah. Excuse me, Where's sir? Where's musk deer? Can it, you get it within 50 yards? <laughs> where's, I don't even know where... Si- is that a Russian place? Where's, yeah. Is that its own place? Siberia. Siberia. Yeah. It's in Russia. Yeah, it's oh, like, so we got to wait. I think they're doing something right now. We can't get They're busy? There. Yeah. Yeah, they're, they're up to they're a little some occupied. shenanigans. Show up there, you might get rolled up into a draft. You must. <laughs> Did you see that clothes in the airport? Put a rifle in your hand. Dude. Did you see that? They're yeah. clothes in the airport. And, and people yeah. are like shooting and attacking draft... Yeah. locations and yeah. it's wild man it's a mess over there i'm not sure what illusion or delusion putin is in that that he believes he's winning this but and then like i don't know if you saw the videos of the these newly uh, mm. uh activated troops getting their weapons and they're getting like yeah rusted rust oh, yeah. covered Old AKs, stuff, stuff, that, stuff. stuff that were in connex boxes since yeah. the silver war since the silver war uh-oh now we're in trouble we're dying you might want to tell everybody we've what got a hurricane it? coming. Is that a hurricane? Yeah. Yes. Good God, that's going to happen in the worst time. <laughs> we still time. got like three days to go, and you can't shut that thing off. Nope. Nothing you can do about it. Oh, man. Here we yeah. are talking about elk, and we've got a hurricane bearing down. I don't us. think it's that it's going to be no, that big deal. I think it's, it's the like, worst projection. It comes a little bit north from yeah. Savannah. I think it's going to be really bad right now for Fort Myers. Yeah, it's 150 right now, and they said it's three hours from impact. So oh, man. 150 mile-per-hour winds is not good. Yeah. I hope this, this is take uh, care. Laura that hit Lake Charles, Louisiana, where all my family lives yeah. uh, a couple years ago, it was a similar way. I remember that. And yeah. it, uh, you know, when it hit and it mm-hmm. just, it's the thing with these big storms is like they hit land and they slow down or they yeah. just stall. Yeah. They sit there and, and so churn. It's one thing to have 150 mile an hour winds that moves o- right. over and by you over the course of a couple hours. But when it just sits there for six hours and grinds, and just grinds yeah. and grinds. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. There it goes. Here we go. Can. Yeah. <laughs> That might even be mine. Mine's going off, too. Yeah, wow. I figured it was coming. My uncle was a firefighter, and so, like, he and some crew were stationed in, in various – they're in a huge cinder block building. Yeah. And they were in the bay when cinder blocks started getting ripped out of the wall. 
Those will do some damage. Yeah, that's wild, man. I was just thinking about how we could we could be fake news and we could clip that right there and be like, these guys are sitting during a national emergency <laughs> talking about elk. Priorities, man. Priorities, exactly. When in reality, it's totally dry outside. Yeah, it's completely going dry. On. It's like 70 We're like degrees. three days for impact. We're leaving tomorrow morning to drive to Kentucky, a, so we won't even be here. It's a spooky out there. Is it? Yeah, I drove out to Solagree this morning just to look at the water. And Is it just, up? We have King Tide this weekend, yeah, too. Yeah, big tides coming in. It just feels a little ominous. Yeah. yeah. There's some, something out there lurking. I explain. I, I, tr- I have well, to sometimes. My wife's home alone, so if, if we're not here and something goes down. I got you. You get bored. I got your back. She can Don't always worry. she can always drive in Linda. She will It's the cat. I'm sure she she's, won't. She's gonna, the whole reason she stays <laughs> is because like if something comes through the window yeah. and we're not there, then there's cats like four days of rain damage. Oh, and the cats will get and that, that. Yeah. Yeah, that's so yeah. she's like, I'll just yeah. stay. No big deal. It's wild. Man. It, it's she's, gonna be it's gonna be windy and wet, and I yeah. think that's really about it. I think I'm gonna it's put gonna be stuff fun. inside, take the cushions off and, and call it. It'll be fine. Yeah. It's not it's not gonna be It'd be like 50, 60 when it hits here, I think. We've weathered worse. Oh, yeah. For sure. Matthew was pretty bad. Matthew was bad. Yeah. Was that 2016? Uh, 17, maybe? 17? 16 or 17. Yeah. Not long after you moved down here. Yeah. So right after down. I got out of the Army and I yeah. moved down here. moved down here and then... That was a direct hit, out. too, right? Yeah. yeah. We, had, we had power was out for like six days, I think. That was the worst part, was yeah. not having power. Yeah, well, like and, and then that one, it, it wasn't particularly... Um, Big, yeah, but it just slowed and dropped rain for days, yeah. and then we had that hundred year or three hundred year flood or whatever it was that happened afterwards. Hallelujah, weather. Yeah, weather. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what can you do? This is how you know you're old men. You sit around and talk about oh, weather. Whatever. But uh, in in true uh, whiskey and white tails podcast fashion, um, we went down a rabbit hole. But getting back to your elk, <laughs> yeah, that you were yeah. uh, you were cleaning. Uh, how long did it take you to like? Break that thing down and, and get how it many people out. was it? Um, we did it with like three guys. Um, we had uh, the the cook and the chef at the farm or at the, at the ranch. Yeah, sorry, yeah. I'm used to calling things farms. It's all good. Um, Todd, fantastic. Got out there on a on a side by side. Met us up there, and um, he was a big one. So I would say probably we quartered it. Uh, we didn't gut. We left the gut pile for, you know, bears got to eat. Sure. Um, so we, the neck meat I wasn't real sure about. Um, so we left most of that, took back straps, got tenderloin out, which did involve kind of sneaking, kind of breaking sneaking down. around the guts. Um, the neck? Yeah. I mean, we, I bet two hours we had it all broken down, bagged up. Well, I didn't even take the neck meat. You know? Um, it, it was funny. The way it uh, fell um, I because when I hit it, I I got double lung and I probably <clears> nicked <throat> his heart. We actually ate the heart, and the heart was great. Yeah, heart's um, good. Heart was really good, but he fell on a hill mm-hmm. and died on a hill. And we did let him stay for a bit just to be sure. You know, it's always you're always afraid to bump something that yeah. big. Mm-hmm. Uh, you don't want to lose it, but he did die very quickly. Uh, but that blood pull, will pull up around their neck. Yeah, uh, and okay. when it does, just kind of the meat's bad. Yeah. It's not worth it. Yeah. Kind of nasty. I've had that at Cordray's yeah. when people yeah. bring it in, the, mm-hmm. and the neck was awkward coming yeah. in. Yeah, does it flow? And you just you end up cutting all that blood out, and, you're and then like, you're down to you're like, Ugh. yeah. This if this is my it. deer, I wouldn't eat that. That's all right. that they tell you. Like if it's look right. at it, if it's your deer, keep it. If it's your deer and you would keep it, then we'll keep. I it. I looked hard at it, and yeah. I was just like, nah, because that stew meat is like it's awesome. Mm-hmm. That mm-hmm. neck meat is so great. But not it, when it's full of coagulated. No, yeah. no, yeah. no. 
So, yeah, and I know the look. Shout out to Iron Will Broadheads. Have you ever seen those? I haven't. Oh man, do tell. I use these. They're like a, a single bevel. Okay. Uh, or you know, like a single blade. The only thing I would say is like they don't bleed a lot, uh, which we found a really good blood trail right right off the bat. But I mean, the pass through. I mean, absolute penetration, just unbelievable. And gets in there really does a lot of damage and make sure that you know you're That's being. What, we um, we watched there was a meteor podcast. Yeah. They were talking about mm-hmm. arrowheads, and I mm-hmm. switched to I went double bevel, but single bevel is the same. Well, yeah. But the reason why is the uh, those three or four blades when they come through mm-hmm. they kind of punch right through. They don't yeah. do a lot. They don't do a lot. Where the bevel right. ones that when they get in it pushes they grind them. around. Yeah. yeah, and they just make a huge mess, yeah. and it's and yeah. it's way better. But they were actually saying that uh, broadhead technology we've lost a lot since like World War Two. Interesting. I didn't they were like know that. the the Indians and the Clovis people. Yeah, knew what the fuck they were doing, and like today. Mm-hmm. We uh, everything went to steel, and so yeah. we had to make faster growing bows so they could throw the arrow faster. And then now That's we went a to really carbon. Good and, point. Yeah, yeah, they were talking about all of it, and I was like, a lot of the arrows when you shoot now, when it comes out, the it'll bow so hard yeah. you almost have to be twenty thirty mm-hmm. yards before the arrow mm-hmm. will straighten up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and um, so if you're shooting five yards, you're, you're probably not going to be as accurate as you would at thirty. That's very true. But yeah. the uh, yeah the double bevel, I guess, is just the way it, it eats. It just spirals through the through the cavity and makes a huge mess. It definitely does. In fact. It, Side note, if you guys ever want to have an episode on that, let me know. My dad's passion before he passed away was arrowhead hunting. Really? And I have Clovis points. I've got everything you can imagine. Oh, that's I can cool. bring in boxes. I think you saw them on New Year's. I saw, yeah. yeah. I can bring them, those in I have 100% yeah. all into that. There's a, there's a couple of them. I'm, I swear we could kill something right now with this. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. Oh, I imagine they're, so. They're we should try. Sharp. I've, I've, got got should got a Fred Bear, I've got a Fred Bear <laughs> recur. Let's do it. The, uh, I've got metal. a wood. I could chop the end off. I got a wood arrow. We could chop the end off. That little fang gear. Let's go to Russia. Get that little fang gear. We should, man. That's a good time. Things are like this big. We spend $12,000 a person to get over there and oh, come man, back it with fucking good. Enough for it one good. steak, <laughs> one chili. What's that one that we have here? We have uh, uh, those little bitty deer over in the West. Oh, um, the, well, C- well we have a uh, yeah. deer up in... Um, we could go get that. Like yeah. in New England, I think, in Maine. The ones that actually like in the marshes. They, they kind of bark. Yeah, they make yeah. a weird noise. Yeah. Yeah. They look call. like goats. Yeah, they're real yeah. small. They're a little bit bigger than key deer. I like Which it. you can't hunt key deer, but... Why? I guess because they only exist on one island, so it's like they're protected. It's frowned upon. I bet you after frowned a hurricane upon. hits and communication gets cut off, it's like Lord of the Flies. Yeah, 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 yeah. We know like, a guy. What if one accidentally <laughs> walked into a rabbit snare? Right. Oops. Whoops. <laughs> we know a guy that has, he found a key deer skull and kept it, and yeah. he has it in his house. Yeah. And uh, he was on a podcast definitely not ours and yeah. someone commented and was like you know that's like 10 years in prison oh my gosh <laughs> it, was, it, it was just a joke is. it was a joke it was, they were like hey that's not a, or the, the podcast yeah. he was on was like hey that's not a real skull it was a joke <laughs> it was a blank that came from Amazon yeah <laughs> I love that uh, yeah those are good ideas though. yeah we should try that I'm the king of if I had a, if I had millions of dollars, I could have a lot of fun. Oh my gosh! I'd have so much fun because I have ideas like that all the do time. Do you do that too? Like I sit around and think about that stuff. So do I'm I. like, what would I really do if I just had disposable money? Yeah, because people are like, oh, you got to do this, and like, no, you don't. No, you, you, don't. you don't have to do shit. You, you literally do nothing. <laughs> right. But like, like well, for me, you got to do this and that and set up some generational wealth. I said, or I could let my kids figure it the fuck out like yes, I Yes, yeah. exactly. And I yeah. could spend some shit. Nobody, nobody left fun. me anything. Yeah, have some yeah. fun with my wife. I'm going to go do some fun stuff. I'd, and I'd be like, I like these five people. I like you. Yeah. And now 
Do you care about being rich? Because you're never going to be rich, but you'll never have to pay for anything. And you're going to be rich fun for the rest of your life. For the rest of your life. And us five, yeah. I'll buy everybody matching like Escalades yeah. and matching Hoyts or whatever you like. Can if you like Matthews, like, you have to can use we do like Hoyt. matching Russian. Um, yeah, whatever. Like, like jumpsuits we'll or whatever. Get kilts. I'll get everybody like custom made Santa suits, whatever you want. And then we'll just go do shit. And you'll figure out who you are. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly it. Yeah. You'll definitely live a life full of full of adventure. Oh, absolutely. Which I mean, honestly, you can't buy that. No. no. So that's like when all this COVID shit popped off. It's like I've, mm. I've, from the beginning of time, I've always had this thought in my head. Yeah. This quote, I didn't invent this. But it says, I will not tiptoe through life to arrive safely at death. Oh, that is awesome. And I love it. That's and that's awesome. the way I live my life. It's that like, is awesome. That could kill you. Okay, so can, so can a so lot can of driving things. to work. Yeah. Like, yeah. We're not getting out of this alive. Yeah. No. Chris, you're going to die. <laughs> this upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tecovis store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots as well as free returns and exchanges and ship right to your door. Go to tecovas.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. So I'd rather have a shit ton of fun and then yeah. die than sit at home and, and be and not do anything. Don't like everybody's yeah. like, we should save some money. Like save it for what? Save I blow what? I blow every penny. Every penny. Anytime I get nervous going to the doctor, I always think what what my dad always said. He's like, I got bad news for you. You are dying. Yeah, right. <laughs> you are on the way. Yeah. <laughs> so, welcome to the club. Welcome to the club. The good news is based on your current health, it's gonna take it's another gonna, fifty eh, years. Might, you might have a little more time. Assuming you don't walk into a bear trap, you should be okay. Right. Speaking of bears, uh, I'm getting up to Virginia soon. I'm gonna go after one of those. For a black bear? Black yeah. bear, nice. We know a guy yeah. in West Virginia, but you gotta pull tags. Yeah. But he's got them everywhere. These guys have, I think, depredation permits, and okay. somehow, oh, cool. somehow, I guess in Virginia you can assign them to people, or yeah, you uh, get um, a farm, and, yeah, and you that's can, what they have. and that's yeah. what, that's and my you can, favorite shit. You can keep mm-hmm. it because a lot of depredation tags yeah. require you to leave the animal. Right. That's true too, which is really yeah. frustrating. They do yeah. here, yeah. If, if you yeah. kill yeah. deer, deer right. you have to leave it. Ugh. It sucks, man. Like, what's I, the point of that? I don't know, man. But I know, you know, as you go more towards the middle part of the state, there's tons of ag and ag fields. Yeah, and I've I've seen pictures of guys going out and they kill thirty deer and just let them sit there. They'll stack them up on the side. Do you know how many like food banks you could waste it? So it's so wasteful. I can tell you this from guys that I know that have done it. No, they don't. <laughs> yeah, we shot 15. Yeah. This is a carry the two. It was yeah, a it was shit like night. There was only two that we saw. And so they're over here. You sure? Yeah. You had a truck sitting a little low in the back. No. Nope. Uh, well, you're you, going to need yeah. a warrant to open that tr- that, that, co- exactly. that cover. So. Exactly. <laughs> no, I think you sneak them out pretty quick. They're not going to come in there while there's active firing. So you just keep yeah, shooting all night. Yeah. And That's right. I think it's because it's, an Ill- it's a technically an illegal method of take. Because you're shooting at night with night vision, and and so yeah. they're like, I mean, it is, but DNR is giving you the permission to do it, right? That's yeah. why I love farms, Zach. 
Yeah, exactly. He's like, hey, you mm-hmm. want to? He's like, here's 10, 10 mm-hmm. doe tags. Go, you know, yeah. ten farm tags. Go kill ten deer. Nice. Yeah. I didn't see a single one, but <laughs> story of Zach. his life. Zach, uh, Dude, I love that. Matt guy. is the CEO of traveling places to hunt and not seeing a I'm fucking a, thing. Unless I'm filming, if I'm filming, we're ate up with deer. Yeah, it's it's everywhere. If I'm not, if I'm not right. shooting, if I'm shooting, yeah, there's nothing. There's never, there's never anything. Always on the string. I love. That. I don't know why it's. Uh, I always thought it was like maybe I stink, but again, if I'm out <laughs> there with someone, deer show yeah. up. It's just my luck. It's I think the deer are like yeah. you got to try a little harder than just sitting up in a stand. I was I impressed by those guys out west. They they don't seem to worry near as much about scent as we do here in the south. Yeah, that for sure. They just work the elk. wind. Oh, yeah. yeah. They just work the wind. They're like, look, these things can smell you. I don't care yeah. what you're doing. If you're not working the wind. Yep. Work the wind and, and don't worry about being silent. Because yeah. they're they're loud too. They don't even notice they're it. Very yeah, loud. that was the one thing that guides told us is like you guys he confirmed, he's like, You guys are from you know, the East Coast, you hunt a lot of white tail. You used to right. be quiet. He's like, these are big animals and they make a lot of noise. He's like, yeah. you don't need to be quiet when you move through the woods. Right. He said, if you just walk and make a normal amount of noise, you just sound like another animal. Yeah. That's, that's exactly right. They're yeah. bigger than anything that's going to make that noise. So and I love, I love how you can stand. Like, you don't have to hide. Oh, yeah. Come out. As long as you stand still, yeah, yeah, yeah. they will accept you yep. as a piece of that environment. <laughs> that's just because they're know? that big. They don't, they're even, that big. they don't care. They're not They're not afraid of you. That's the thing about watching people moose hunt. They walk out with paddles and they just wave paddles <laughs> and the moose is like, I'm going to kill that thing. <laughs> it's like, dude, it's a human holding <laughs> holding paddles. <laughs> that thing's tough. It's a tiny. It's a tiny house with feet. Yeah. They're, yeah. Massive, yeah. I mean, they're enormous. I've seen pictures of them in front of people's garages and their back is at the top of the garage yeah. door. Yeah. It's oh, like, yeah. That is a huge I, animal. We have an old family friend that... Um, was in the military with my dad and he when he retired he moved back to alaska and he's got mm-hmm. a house up and um they have uh, a mama moose and some calves that yeah. decided to hang out like in their backyard and even the babies are like no they're massive just the ca- yeah. like small cows it's wild there's a man. bull there somewhere oh, sorry, there absolutely yeah. is yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we've reached we've reached a point in the end that where our glasses are empty if i can get some volume oh, on this this is our new segment <laughs> i gotta All add right. this to the uh yeah, bring it up a little bit higher because last time it was pretty quiet. Right. Uh, la- this is our new segment, okay. so I'll, I'll let you experience. Basically, we get samples. We didn't know what to do with them, so we started this sample segment. All right. And this is All the right. intro for it. Just the sip. <laughs> That's sexy. <laughs> so, okay. just the sip. Basically, you just, uh, you just take a sip, and then you give like a you know what? first thought that comes to mind, but we don't really get into in too deep on it. So, this is just the sip. Was sent to us by Scott. Mm. Smells good. Thank you, Scott. This is a High West Double Rye Cognac finish. Cognac. So that means the barrel. Proof. It was a cognac barrel. Yep. Yeah. They took a High West Double Rye and they put it in a cognac barrel for a little bit. So we usually just give it a smell, give it a taste, and then give it like a one liner. What is it? What does it smell or taste like? And then that's it. It's just the sip. Yeah, so I immediately get, I don't really get cognac, but I do get a sweetness and um, and a good bit of that rye. The it's got dusty the, smell. Dusty, peppery yeah. rye, and then, yeah, the little sweetness from the cognac. It's mm-hmm. good. I don't get, like you said, I don't get clear cognac notes. No, I don't either. I need another sub. I also, <laughs> feel free. It's fine. We don't, we just don't admit to it. I get um, sort of that, you know, when you were, 15, breaking into your dad's liquor cabinet. It's good. <laughs> <laughs> I like this. Um, yeah. I don't know a lot about cognac, though. 
I don't either, to be honest with you. So it's, it's a, to, Hennessy. Be, to be fair, isn't that a wine? Have you had Hennessy? No, it's a, it's a, well, it's a, um, what's the official, it's a, uh, it's a specialty spirit, but it's hmm. like a, it's like a, it's almost like a fortified wine, but it's still distilled. Yeah. To me, it's kind of salty. Hey, I could get some salt. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Yeah. Almost like a beef, like a beef, like a jerky salt almost. Yeah. 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 Okay. I like it. Yeah. Not bad. So that was just a sip. I'm not going to leave the, the rest in the bottom. No, no, please don't. Oh, no, it's not intended to leave it in there. Just <clears throat> We just don't drink it all. Is there anything else? Is there, uh, did you I mean, see anything that you wanted to try while you were here? What do I need to do to be in a situation Ow. where people just send me free booze? Um, well, <laughs> yeah. We're still- trying to figure out which part of what we did got us free alcohol. Well, it's not as often as we would like, but it does happen. Yeah. And I get full bottles in the mail pretty often. I got well, a twelve hundred dollar box in the mail the other day. That's yeah. amazing. <clears throat> yeah, I'm in the wrong line of work. There's more to that story, though. <laughs> <There's>, <laughs> he, he started some shit. He doesn't want to admit that he's. It he's sounds stuck way in. cooler that way. <laughs> Leave it alone. You're right. What's the uh, uh, What's the one with the horse? Uh, okay, so no. you ever had Colonel Taylor? No. Mm-mm. So Colonel Taylor, do we? We don't have any Did over there. Do we have any? Colonel Taylor's a Buffalo Trace product. This wow. is not allowed to be sold in Kentucky, and it's so they it's bottled and aged by Clear Spring Distilling in Bardstown, but they don't say where the distillate comes from. Uh, we're pretty certain this is also Buffalo Trace, so and this is like the total wine version of Buffalo Trace of uh, Colonel Taylor. However, it's like fifty dollars more than E. H. Taylor. However, wow. you can't find E. H. Taylor. You can find this all day. So let me ask you guys because y'all are the pros. What is the truth or myth or whatever you want to call it behind the connection between Pappy Van Winkle and Buffalo Trace? Okay. So is, is that true? Here's the, here's what it is. The original Pappy Van Winkle, yeah. the Van Winkles themselves. Right. Basically what they did is they were given access to go to the warehouse and taste stuff. And okay. they were like, we're going to buy, you know, 50 barrels from you. So okay. they go in and they taste and they pick 50 barrels. The first Pappy Van Winkle was wild turkey. That was one of the first ones where they got really? the name. They won all the awards. All that was Wild Turkey. Wow. After that, they struck a deal with Buffalo Trace. And mm-hmm. now, for the last, like, I don't know how many, it's been several years. But that now, everything they do is through Buffalo Trace. So, they're called honey barrels. So, oh. you look at a warehouse, the top floor, the bottom floor will taste different. It's all the same shit, but they, it'll taste different. That's amazing. The window will taste different than the center of the warehouse will taste different. So after years of doing this, they basically know where the good spots are. Yeah. So they, I don't, I'm sure that they still taste it, but it's not as cool as it used to be where they go <laughs> yeah. and sample. Now they're just like, okay, just pull the same six barrels. Wow. And that's Pappy yeah. 10. And they, then, know, they know that or, by or twin. over the course of 10. time, the temperature yeah. variations, the weather, the sunlight coming through, all those things that mm-hmm. on floor three, yeah. rack five, yeah. you know, the middle five barrels, mm-hmm. those five are excellent for this or for that. Or, yeah. or they know that if they're going to do a blend, that they pull it from the first floor and what, and they have it all. Yeah. That's and people, people spend entire careers like as as master blenders, figuring all that out. And that's yeah. all they do. Is that's all they do. Yeah, and you have a master distiller and a, and a master blender. It's amazing. And and their entire job is to, let's take someone that's uh, it's been around forever, like a Jack Daniels or a Jim Beam mm-hmm. or a Wild Turkey. Those when you buy their flagship product, the one that you can get anywhere all the time. Yeah, that that is it's a lot of work mm-hmm. with the the millions of barrels that they that they produce and age to select and blend to make sure that yeah. the Jim Beam you buy today tastes as close as possible to the Jim Beam your dad drank 
30 wow. years ago. There's no way to make the same tasting spirit. It's not yeah, possible. especially at that volume. So right. you will get you will get variations, yeah. and, and they, they refer to it as um, uh, flavor drift, or, or there's other profile names for it, profile drift. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but but that that master blender's job is to keep that that flavor profile as close as possible, and you'll have um, people that are at a distillery for decades. That's all they do. This is that, and a lot yeah. a large percent of them are females. Really? Yeah, females typically have a better taste and smell than men. I wonder if there's more sommeliers that are women. I, I would imagine for for Probably, wine yeah. wine for sure for sure. Um, the whole, I would imagine. Yeah. Also, you, the thing about wine taste, like for. As a psalm, if you, as a psalm, if you were a whiskey psalm, I think most, yeah. and like I'm not being sexist here, I'm just having mm-hmm. a conversation. But I think most <laughs> people that would go to a whiskey psalm would want it to be a man. Yeah, probably. and in a wine yeah. psalm, you would want it to be a female. True, true. So I think in a cognac psalm, you'd, I'm just kidding. But, it's amazing. Now <laughs> <laughs> we're getting the whole new stuff. Yeah, but to, I get a lot of banana on this. It's like it's one banana, of the things that banana. I get, which I've memorized. Because it's such a common the smell, I the smell the more than taste. Yeah, it's there's... such a common number. It's C seven H fourteen O three. That's the chemical compound. It's isoamyl acetate. Some of the guys at Bar George have been putting uh, bananas in Jameson. Really, it's actually it's actually pretty damn good. You go to Bar George a lot. I love that place. Yeah, it's a cool spot. What are y'all's favorite whiskey bourbon bars in, in, here in Charleston? <clears throat> yeah. Uh, he's the one to ask, dude. I got I got three kids and you don't have any time. <laughs> Cub Scouts, Boy Scouts, school after school stuff. Dude, I don't. My favorite place to drink is here in my house. Yeah, or there, his you house. Go. there you go. <laughs> Paddock uh, is cool. I mean, Paddock is cool. But in downtown, there's also um, Prohibition is a fun place to go. Nice. I've, I've never he, been. He would know more yeah. though. Um, I was, so if you've never been to Prohibition, I should definitely take you there. Okay. And introduce you to everyone there. Oh. Um, they cocktails. I would not go there and drink straight, only yeah, because should, there's should so much. That, yeah. If you want to drink straight whiskey, come to my house. Straight yeah, whiskey or bourbon. Exactly. But yeah. if you want to have amazing cocktails, Prohibition. They're really good. Phenomenal. I need so to good. I need to um, other than that, if, I, if I'm if i like, depends on what they have. Mm-hmm. So I'll bar hop, you know. But believe it or not, the Bohemian Bowl, sometimes they'll have like George C. Stag, They'll have whatever, and they price it. Just like regular bottles, like they paid sixty bucks for it, so they priced it as a sixty dollar bottle. So you know how to find that stuff. So I know a lot of people are on that. Yeah, right. You gotta know yeah, what to look for. Know. So I'll yeah. go in there and it's eight dollars a pour. I will right. sit down and get trashed on eight dollars a pour <laughs> of George C. Stag or not George C. Stag. I'm excuse me, Stag Junior. Stag, because okay. it's really good. Yeah, yeah, and it's impossible to find. I can't just go buy a bottle of Stag Junior. A boho it won't really? won't be there. Really, That's but wild. you can go there and they'll have it. And mm-hmm. the other thing too is um, the pizza place, Fams. They have Pappy in there. They have really? Pappy in there pretty often. Same thing, eight dollars a pour. Really? And I don't tell anyone. Are you serious? Yeah. Well, how many? How many just up now? And I just fucked up on here. How many fams are there? Uh, I don't know. There's one in West Ashley, but the one in James Island, like golf cart too. Nice. So all golf cart there, yeah. and, and I'll walk. And they don't have it all the time, but when, they sponsor when they a, get it. They sponsor a team in the men's league. I play for hockey oh, every every season. Yeah. So it's interesting. I wonder if one of the owners is on the team or not. Usually, how that works. Maybe. What is that? Yeah, right? That, <laughs> Especially in South Carolina. People are always like, you play, you play yeah, hockey? Yeah, people are like, was he from up north? I'm like, no, a, he's from North Carolina. He's from I- Louisiana, yeah. actually. There's an ice rink there? Yeah, actually, there's there's, yeah. there's two. Do you know the richest woman in, in South Carolina owns that ice rink? Yeah. Really? Yeah. yeah. yeah her, family, her, her family and their connections have 
uh, blocked the development and building of multiple other ice rinks. People tried to build say. ice rinks like out they Mount Pleasant a, and whatever. She's a yeah, hardcore sharp, business yeah. lady. Like I'm talking. Like Her kids own a um, spending, IT firm. Yeah, she spend, didn't get rich by being no, stupid. Right? No, they spend yeah. they spend buku money uh, yeah. uh, uh, tying up land and things like mm. that to to prevent that from from, from I, happening. I always tell people anytime I get a chance. Growing up, you know, in a small town in Georgia, um, sports. What I knew about sports mm-hmm. were you know baseball, uh, football, football yeah. all that stuff, and. If hockey was something I saw on TV sure. when there was nothing else on. Yeah, right. And you always flip through it. <laughs> yeah. And every once in a while you'd stop and go, look at those in guys. May, in May or June when the, the playoffs are on, there's yeah. no other sports on. Exactly. Yeah. You fought it. But when you see it in person, yeah. oh, yeah. Holy cow. It's wild, it is a it? different animal. Dude, I went to, for five years in a row, in I went to the Caps. It's incredible. The world, the, what is it called? The playoffs game. I went to the Caps playoff yeah. game five years in a row. Incredible. So I was there for work. Yeah. Just amazing. Unbelievable. The drunkest I guys. fell down an escalator so drunk after leaving <laughs> like there. Six, six. I got to the bottom at the subway and I was like, I don't I don't know how to do this. You I found a really good <laughs> bourbon bar. Yeah, I had to crawl back up to the street and I Ubered. And I remember the whole time home, I was like, this guy could 100% make me disappear. I am not capable of defending myself. I don't ever get that drunk, but yeah. I was wrecked. Yeah. Hockey is impressive in person, man. It, when you break it I down, mean, you got like... You know, six foot plus dudes all way. Oh, yeah, graceful, so, solid like, two hundred pounds. Graceful as ballerinas. <laughs> yeah, on on shoes and, with knives on the end. And sticks. Swinging yeah. sticks. What's the thing I, I say to you where they do the downhill skate? Oh, that's a that that's Amazing. like one of those. You know, Red Bull takes shit yeah. and is like, how can we take this sport and right. make it extreme? Right. And so they took like, what if we combine downhill slalom? You know, that's with, what it was. With rally racing and ice skates, and so they built. So they take hockey players. They take, they Aren't take they Germans. Is, is there Red Bull they take Germans? Hockey players, three hundred pound dudes. They take hockey players and take away the stick and the, and the puck, and they put them at the top of an, a ramp, and, oh my and, and they race downhill on this yeah. curvy with jumps and stuff, and they beat the shit out of each other the whole way down. I, it's I feel like I have to show you. Yeah, here you go. I'm just gonna show you one. Like it's it's no, it's, and I definitely want to see it. <laughs> it's wild. I used to watch it all the time. It, it I didn't like even fun. know it existed. I could one hundred percent do that. Well, I looked it up, and it was like two thousand sixteen World Champions, and I'm like, let oh, me so they've been let me rephrase that. that. I could one hundred, I could one hundred percent do that once, go. once <laughs> at least. Oh man. Hi, I'm Rebecca Brayton. Oh come on, Rebecca. Rebecca, this goes really good with Chestnut Farms. I'm where you, which path you want to take, how you want to, how you want to go. Oh, that's, like they're making that's these not jumps. super wide. No. And they're, it's like six-foot drops. And these are hockey show. players. Yeah, they're hockey players. It's really nerve-wracking. Your legs are shaking when you're in the gates. I try not to worry about the other girls. A boot. A boot. They have these, like, wow. splits just to fuck you up. Uh, it's wild, man. That's amazing. <laughs> they have them going, like, left and right, and then, but they're six-foot drops. They have a three-foot drop and then a yeah. three-foot slope. So it's six-foot from there to there. You're dropping that's six amazing. feet on ice skates as a 300-pound dude. Dude, I've, scary. I've, I've, I've tried jumping over someone on the ice just to not trip over them and yeah. still busted my ass. I don't know how those guys do that. I don't either. It's nuts. Like I said, I could do it once. Yeah, I once. don't know that I'd finish or that I'd ever be able to walk again, but I could do it at least once. <laughs> I, could, <laughs> I could start. Yeah, I could start. And I know my body, so I'd be able to get through it before my body would be it like, It would 100% hey, you're, be like, you're done. You know, I don't think I have it. Like, go. I don't think I have it. And then Can you like, do it? Nah. I'd be like, you guys, not in my go age. ahead. I'm going to go after you guys. Can you ice skate? I'm not really good at no, skating. No. Um, like I said, grew up in a small uh, Georgia town. I, I grew I've, up, ne- I've never been snow skiing. I mean, my, some of my favorite places in the world to spend time. Yeah. And I have been doing it for the last 20 years. 
are often covered with snow, and I have never seen that. <laughs> right, yeah. So I'm just to rent the rink for like an hour. Us three go. You teach us how to skate, and we'll shoot compound now, boats. this is something to video. We'll yeah, I don't, I don't know. It's, it's probably great. not more than a couple hundred bucks. I'm in for that hour. You think they'd let us shoot compound boats? Absolutely not. Absolutely no. not. Because no. it'd be no that way. dangerous. We, we slide blocks across the ice. and just <laughs> You can't ahead. slide blocks. They slide. They slide. They have a curling club. You could go learn curling. Now, I, I feel like I could hit one of those targets. We should just go one night for just like open skate night like with the, the right. dj pumping some music and we'll yeah. just go we'll drink a few beers at the bar and, and middle school kids just, yeah yeah there is and a, we'll just house some kids so, just, so if you don't know the rink and has two sheets of ice and yeah. there, there's a bar in there so for for the men's league like sounds dangerous yeah you show up 30 minutes before you guys start getting dressed you have a few beers or a couple yeah. whiskeys and you go out you know loosen up a little bit and you go play a game you definitely fall better after that yeah it definitely doesn't yeah. hurt as much you know they say yeah. like the drunks that get in car accidents, they rarely yeah, get injured. Because they don't they'll tense up. Yeah. Yeah. Same thing. Just <laughs> get so trash to go play hockey. Yeah, it's actually it's it's it up. makes it safer. <laughs> when I lived in North Charleston, I used to come watch you. I did, yeah. <laughs> now it's just a hike. It is a hike. It's all where a hike. I'm at. Yeah. Everything's a hike now. It Shout takes you an hour to get in. Happy Gilmore. I love it. Yeah. It sounds good. What what yeah. are you into any sports at all now? As far as like participating? Yeah. Just hunt. Is fly fishing a sport? Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. <laughs> It's in the Olympics, <laughs> I think. Uh, no, that's about it. Um, I go to Iron Tribe. What's that? It's like a diet CrossFit. Okay. Diet CrossFit. <laughs> it's like CrossFit light. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> so you don't cling? You just do no, like yeah. burpees? Yeah. It's, it's like, well, you're welcome to modify. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> it's yeah. Like, yeah. Okay. It's 100 burpees. Um, I'll call it 20. Yeah. 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 100 burpees? <laughs> I'm a hard mess. <laughs> Modify all day long. 100 burpees? <laughs> 100 who burpees. does that? That was one of the workouts not too long yeah. ago. That's I look, some Larry I look, shit. I look around at the people who are doing the, you know, doing that workout. And yeah. I'm like, you're going to do those, so then I need to scale it back like, exactly. like yeah. 75% exactly. yeah. so that I can still walk when I leave well, here. Well, you know, that's burpees. actually interesting because that's the trick you play. Your mind mm-hmm. will actually reason Sure. Oh, out, of course. You know, and you can do that. I mean, on a long hike, yeah. You'd be like, I have all these reasons why I don't need to do this. It's your inner bitch, man. You gotta, <laughs> you gotta inner sh- bitch. You, you gotta, gotta shut it, it up, David Goggins. <laughs> you gotta shut your it inner up, bitch, man. That's so true. Stay hard. Stay hard. <laughs> <laughs> you have like moments in life where you're like, now I understand why we get along. It's because like the the army in me is like, you know, most most people won't mm. shut that inner bitch up. But no. like you guys don't want to look like a pussy in front you of your friends. Choice. You didn't have a choice. Say whatever you want. It's yeah. your podcast. It's my podcast. Say whatever you <laughs> want. Uh, you don't want to look like a pussy in front of your friends. So, but you guys get that. Yeah. Like you would never bitch out of a no. of a hike. Never. Dude, we both several times like after elk hunting, you know, mm-hmm. we get back in the day and be like, yeah, I was ready to quit like two hours ago. He yeah. was like, dude, I, me too. I didn't want to say anything. I was, I was following like, you. I wasn't going to say I was anything. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> same, same. He was like, I was just following you, man. Right. I was like, I didn't want to be the first person to stop, so I just kept walking. I was waiting for you to say something. Or if you tag out before your buddy, <laughs> you got to keep hunting. Oh, oh yeah. Because yeah. he needs you. Yeah. He yeah, needs of course. you. And you got to keep climbing. So, yeah. So, it's all that, part of it. That may be this, the connection. Because I see the drive in Zach to get out there and hang stands by himself and clear land and all He's this got stuff. the drive. He yes. does. Yeah. And I was like, that's why I like it because he's got mm. the drive, the motivation to do it. Have you been out there? I have. And it's beautiful. Uh, yeah, Zach's place is really, really pretty. Yeah. He's got some interesting deer. I don't know quite how to age them. But um, yeah, he was sending to me, and I'm like, I don't know the belly, the brisket area is starting mm-hmm. to hang, which is three and a half years. Which that's seems like, to me like an old one. I mean, yeah. like you know, or but it it's, looks it's ready to shoot, but it looks it looks like the, a little doe. I think it's nutrients. You Could know? be. I told him that, yeah. but he's definitely got a deficit out there. And after being out there, hundred mm-hmm. percent, because it's all palm fronds. There's no grass. That's right. It's all fronds. They Not have a lot to go of stuff eat. To eat. I told him. I said that the power line. 
Mm-hmm. That's a murder session yeah. right there because that's where all the food is. They you're going to go see what is really on that farm if you set on that yeah. on that line. That's what I told yeah. him. I said, "You lay up in there in gun season with mm-hmm. a Leopold and a 308. Yeah. You're gonna you'll you'll take you'll clean house. Yeah. But in there, I, yeah, I think that they're just skinny. I don't think that there's a lot of meat. I don't yeah. think there's a lot of food in there. I told him that if he were to develop like food plots on those. Because he has all those roads. Yeah. And they're yeah. clear enough of sunlight. So if you were to just food, food plot everything in the middle, you know, mm-hmm. like you see like in a Charleston driveway, the middle's grass, just make the middle right. cloves or whatever, and then some good minerals. I think he, I think he's got a great spot that's away from everything. Mm-hmm. But, and he was worried about the neighbors. And I was like, yeah, he's like, there's dumb rednecks. Uh, they don't wanna, and I'm like, yeah, they're not gonna interested in <laughs> maintaining deer. Yeah, that's he, unfortunate. He's got one I'd, I'd pull back on though. Yeah, that I've seen on the trail cam. Yeah, he sent me a couple that yeah. aren't bad. Low country deer. Yeah, there's just there's just not. Yeah, <laughs> you know they're just they're they what they are. They're meat for the fridge. That's, that's right. Yeah, that's which right. is the main reason I hunt. Like you know, mm-hmm. that's what it is. I guess. Absolutely, it's the main reason I hunt. Yeah, yeah. My fridge has been empty for quite some time. I got some meat for you. Mine's running I'm, well. I'm gonna take it. It's coming. It's coming. I'll it's take coming. some. Yeah, I'll take some. When are you? Uh, do you have it processed there? Yeah, uh, House of Meats in Great Falls. Okay, shout out House um, of Meats. Yeah, they're name. fantastic. Charlie's it's awesome. A cool name. Awesome butcher. I talked to him yesterday. They just finished the steaks. They're working on the burger and probably shipping out today. Nice. Awesome. So, you can't beat that. Oh man! It, All right, dude. Well, we did an hour. Yeah, we did a little more than an hour. So. <laughs> That's good stuff, man. Yeah. Cheers. Cheers. Yeah. Thank Cheers. you for coming down here. Shit, hold on. Oh, yeah, you got a portion. Yeah, I, do it. I just grabbed the first bottle. What is this? Firefly. Okay, good. That's a good one. That's, That's decent. A, yeah. <laughs> Cheers, guys. Cheers, man. Thanks for Cheers. coming on, man. I'm always down. You guys let me know. I think we're always down. And too, I'll bring so. in the airheads. We should definitely do. Yeah. Uh, do you know a lot about the cl- culture here? The cl- You know there's a big Colvis thing towards the border. Towards uh, Buford. Towards um, Buford. Yeah. yeah, I have a uh, friend of mine, Alex Taylor. Um, they have a place called Clarendon. Okay. And they did a big uh, excavation out there over like a three-year period. Yeah. And found a huge Clovis thing. And you yeah. can speak to it. Oh, yeah. Oh, in fact, I, we're doing that. I could probably get Alex in there. That would be even better. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'd love to do that. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. Absolutely, man. Let's definitely <clears throat> let's plan that for the next time. Uh, yeah. That works. Okay. Well, if you're new here from uh, Bourbon on the Banks... It was great meeting you there, even though we haven't met you yet. But <laughs> it's great meeting you. So thanks for joining, and we hope you liked it. And uh, again, thanks to all our patrons. Thanks for Doug coming on. Absolutely. And as Gus said in the beginning, thanks for the Waypoint Network. We appreciate you having us as part of your community. So with that, oh, go to Whiskey Martels. Yeah, go to WhiskeyMartels.com. You can use pod code podcast save twenty percent on everything in the store. <laughs> and we just have a new release on shirts. Yeah, new so they showed up yesterday. Uh, we might have them up by the weekend. We probably should, probably will. We're going to take some pictures this weekend wearing them. I just brought Gus his set. And uh, so, yeah, those would be allowed. Please allow one or two weeks for delivery as we're going to have them drop shipped because we're tired of carrying inventory. <laughs> Correct. So if you buy the shirt, it'll be there in a couple weeks. No big deal. Don't worry about it. It'll it'll show up. Unlike everything else we ship, which is next day. Okay. Yeah. Love everybody. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for listening. Are you good? Yeah, I'm, I'm fantastic. Good? Okay, all yeah. right. Thanks. Time to drive home. Bye. Chef Jean-Paul Bourgeois and the whole crew here at Duck Camp Dinners every Monday at 8 p.m. Eastern on Waypoint TV. Birds up in the sky.